If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain. Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes. Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery. Well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency Design, Future Formula, a personalized anti-aging formula prescribed by a dermatology provider to treat fine lines, wrinkles, dark spots, and more. Agency has clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than over-the-counter retinol. Future Formula by Agency. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's W-I-T-H-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. $4.95 shipping and handling subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime. Hello and welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. Me, Susie Ruffle. <sighs> Tom's holding his microphone like like a like you're you're doing the sports. I can't fix it on my crane. I've got this, look. You can Oh, it's not, oh dear. It's like an arm that's coming into the shot. And you can uh, the thing is it's got a very it's a very temperamental bending in motion. And you have to straighten it right the way up like a gymnast and then it will bend. But the thing the the screw won't work. Oh, Tom, I'm so sorry. Oh, dear. What a stressful time. Tom, you're in like a three-piece suit. Yes. With I think is that a wool tie? It do you know it is a, a woolen tie? I think, Susie. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah, a, it's very nice. Thank you for um, saying that. And I'm in pajamas. <laughs> they look like comfy pajamas. Where'd you get them? <laughs> well, I'm kind of in. Well, actually, do you know, I say pajamas. They're, I'm in my loungewear. That's what I'd call oh, it. Oh, I like that. And I tell you what it is, Tom. Mm. It's a t-shirt that's the Coopers that they sent me for free. Can you imagine? Oh, that is really something. What a brand placement. What? What a brand placement on a podcast what, that they can't see. What did you? No, it's a lovely t-shirt. What did you? Did you have to do anything for them? Well, I'll tell you what happened, Tom. I So when I was... Um, so Cooper's is a shop that sells suits for, for, for men and women. Mm. And um, I used to go in there and try on the suits before I could afford one, but just to see how I looked in them. So I would spend quite a lot of time trying them on and sometimes taking my mum in to try them on with me. Uh. <laughs> and I eventually bought one when I could afford one in the sale. And um, are you having a go at screwing that in, Tom? I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a... Fool's errand. No, I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to no, no, you're going to hold on to it. Okay. No, please, no. I mean, I'm sure everyone's absolutely enthralled with my Cooper story. We're all enjoying anyway, it. Anyway, then, and then I managed to get a suit in the sale. This was a number of years ago, mm. um, but I loved it, and I and I still wear it. And because um, you know, buy well, buy once. Mm. And then, and then I wore a Cooper's shirt on. Um, the last leg uh, and tweeted uh, and people asked and I said oh my the shirt that I wore tonight was the last leg uh, and then 
guess who slid into my bloody DMs? Mr. and Mrs. Cooper. Only the Coopers, Mr. and Mrs. Coopel. Wow. Um, wow. And said, would you like a gift? <gasps> and I said, yes, mm-hmm. I would love a gift. Great. What's the best freebie you've got? Oh, what have I got? What did I get? Oh, um, La Cruze sent me a La Cruze. No way. Because on the, I did my show and on the front row, there was a woman... I said, what do you do for a living? She said, oh, I do PR. I said, who do you do PR for? And she said, La Cruze. Oh, you And the kidding. next day, she'd sent me a, a small casserole dish. But to be fair, yeah. I'd earned that. I've done, <laughs> I'd, I talked about those products so much. And you, and you have done for a long while. Long, long game. Played the long game with that La Cruze. You've really played the long game with La Cruze. Mm. So that was. Well, good for you, Tom. That was a good one. That was a good The French are good to us. The Coupels and La Cruze. Oh, is, is Coupels a Frenchie? I think so. Can we say that? It's not offensive, is it? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think that's couple, fine. Couple. Le couple. Le couple. I don't know. Because mm. the, the, all the models are like apparently real couples, aren't they? That are like, Elise and David have been a couple for six months and they both look like models. Oh, cinq ans. And here they cinq are. Cinq ans, Cinq ans. I'm trying to say five years. I can't. I don't know. Who knows? Um, oh, oh, that's all that carry on, is it? Yeah. All that a lot of men with beards, like thin men with beards. Is it still that? Oh, I'd say thin. Yes, yes. Very much a hipster vibe. Mm. Yeah. Would you ever grow a big beard out? Well, I, um, no, I don't know if I would or not. I did think about it, but I, I don't. There's a fine, fine line between... A fine, fine, fine. Um, between uh, a nice beard and then one that I don't, I don't mean to put people off, but sometimes I think longer beards don't smell very nice. I think. Oh, is that because you've got close to someone with a beard? I have, I have done, but I think. Yeah, that I, that would put me right off, Tom. Often, I think responsible beard owners will oil their beard and there won't be an sure. issue. But sometimes I've found. I'll tell you whose beard does smell nice. Oh, yes. Ramesh Ranganathan. Oh, he's got a strong beard, but he's not in the realm of... He's in the... He's, he's, he's the right side of what I'm talking... But he puts... I remember being with him and he was putting some sort of nice smelly stuff on his beard. I think that's oil. Yeah, you have to oil yeah. a beard. It's like a car. But that's he's got a strong beard. It's like good. <laughs> it's just like a car. <laughs> it's just like a car. A beard. It'll take you places. You've got to... You got it. <laughs> Very nice. Don't get Tom. it stuck in a jam. You've been working all day and you're still just so funny. Firing on all cylinders. No, there she is. There she there goes. There she goes. Um, but no, I mean the ones that sort of look a bit Karl Marxy. Yeah, that's what I want to say. I, I don't know whether I've told this story before on the podcast, but it would have been so long ago that I don't mind telling it again. Um, oh. I was once in a swimming baths. And uh, it wasn't a swimming bath. Clang. clang. I think that I was in some baths, some outdoor baths in Budapest, if you can imagine Uh, anything. In the ones in the park where they play chess? Yes, that's right. Been to them. Been to them, right. Been to them. So I was having a swim in there, Tom, and there was a man with a massive beard. And I mean, like, I would say... I think I'm not the only listener who wondered what you were going to say. (laughs) And um, people wore swimmers just so everyone's clear about what I'm talking about and his beard came to sort of I would say his beard was nearly as low as his nipples wow like like the kind of beard that you might imagine I don't know God having yeah if that's how you imagine him or her or her um and he dipped his face in the water and then like flicked it out he had quite long hair as well and then he wrung his beard out 
back into the like water. A, what, like a Timothée advert? Um, yes, if a Timothée advert made you one of them. <laughs> but he wrung his beard out, Tom. Oh, dear. And so then, like, all, like what's living uh, in that beard? Uh, like, how long How long's the food been there? Oh, yeah. And then he rang it, and then, do you know what? I couldn't get back in the water. Oh, was it in the big bath outside? Yeah, the Tom, chest? it was. But you've got all those other baths inside. So I which... went inside, and then I just kept seeing him, and every, oh, everyone that he went into, I then moved on. Oh, yeah. Also, it does. those baths do have quite a sulfuric smell, don't they? Oh, they really do, Tom, don't they? Yeah. It's not not. I don't particularly like it, but you go because you're like, I feel like this is the right thing to do. And I think there are other ones that are more... Um, well, no, I think that's the that's the big public one, but there mm. are smaller ones that you can go to as well. But they are there are. Um, I was only there for an afternoon. Why were you in Budapest for an afternoon? I got booked for some gigs. Sure. And it involved being. It was. I basically just turned up in Croatia, met a nice man, sure, and ended up doing a variety of gigs that he promoted. And I went to Zagreb. I went to uh, uh, Budapest. I went to somewhere in Austria. And also I went to Ljubljana. And the Ljubljana one was my favourite gig, perhaps of all time. Really? Were they good? It was one of my favourite gigs. But it was just in a, I was just in a car with this man going around Europe. It was really That was fun. Yeah, kind of. Uh, yeah, it was really fun. And Budapest was really interesting. Lots of um, larders. I saw a couple of larders. Not lots, a couple of larders. You know, there's like very sort of Soviet cars. And kind oh, of, when you of- said larder, I thought like a place where people, like posh people keep their food. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, why were you in and out of people's houses? Yeah. Well, that wouldn't be so off-brand. But yeah, it was, I was in there for a bit, but I was like, I'm determined to go to these baths. But it's very difficult. You can easily get lost in Hungarian because famously it's one of the hardest languages in the world to understand. And oh. all the street signs are in Hungarian. Tom, I'd have no hope. Well, but it was a lovely place. How long ago do you think that was? Ten years. Wow. Maybe no, maybe, maybe just, more. <laughs> maybe more. Or maybe 11 years now. Well, there oh, you go, gosh. Tom. Time flies. Doesn't it just? Mm. Doesn't it mm. just? Mm. How's your week been, love? Not too bad. Not too bad. I I had a busy weekend and um, it was nice to see people. Sure. Quite a lot of children. Right. Friends' children uh, and uh, family children. And that was nice. But I realise I'm not very good at talking to children. Right. You're they quite d- good I with ask- my child. Yes, because your child um, doesn't talk. So I, I no, feel true. like... <laughs> she doesn't I have an awful like- lot to say yet. She, yeah, she does talk a little bit. And that's wonderful. But I feel like I never know what questions to ask children. So I ask things like, what have you been doing at school? And then they just stare at me. And then I'm like, oh, shit. Do you know what a good one to do to a child? Say, have you got a job? Because then they go, no, I go to school. You go, you haven't got a job. (laughs) That's funny. That's what I always do to my niece. I always say to her, what what are you doing for work? She's like, Auntie Susie, I don't go to work. I'm five. (laughs) (laughs) Does your dad know that you don't go to work? (laughs) Then it becomes a real thing and she tells everyone her that I'm silly. And then she uh, says, is that what you do on stage? I say, a version of it, yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do for a job? <laughs> what do you do? Yeah. It's yeah. basically what I do for yeah. a living. That's how I got a La Cruze. Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good question, because I just don't know what... And then sometimes they just like look at me blankly, or they just carry on with whatever they're doing on their iPad. And then I feel personally aff- affronted. 
but I want to be more I want to be more of like a maiden aunt that's what I want to be like the sort of person that if children you know their parents say you know Tom doesn't like rude children so you must be on your best behaviour around Uh, him I want them to have like a pep talk before they come anywhere near me oh yes they're on their best behaviour that's what I do to Alice before she sees you I say you know (laughs) Tom he won't have any of your naughtiness (laughs) He, won't, it's, he, he simply won't stand for it. You'll have to go home. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea. Okay, well, that's that's that's, that's good. I'm glad you've done that. Yeah. Um, and you're hosting. I mean, we're allowed to talk about the fact that you're hosting the Comedy Awards tomorrow. Indeed, the National Comedy Awards. The you're National there, Comedy Susie. Awards. I am. I've been. I mean, you've got a lot to do. I've just got to work out what to wear, but that's a lot, isn't it? Oh, well, there's pressure on you, Susie, because people will be looking to you for your fabulous style. Well, that's the thing, Tom. You wear a nice suit once and then you're fucked. You've always got to wear a nice suit. Yeah. Can't turn up in my Cooper's T-shirts and my baggy trousers, can I? Oh, no, you can't. No, you cannot. People think I'm having a breakdown. Well, you could, actually. You look wonderful um, wearing that. But I am looking forward to it. I... I don't normally talk very politically, but um, I feel very strongly about um, standing in solidarity, well, as I know a lot of us do, Mm -hmm. not all of us do, um, standing in solidarity with Ukraine, especially because uh, their their president is himself a comedian. So um, I'm I'm very keen to talk about that, find a way to talk about it in a way that that, uh, hopefully... uh, resonates in a way uh, in, I'm sure it uh, will well but um, and be, he's uh, been so incredible and so brave and so he's just been like the kind of leader that you dream of having after the last <laughs> after the last yeah. <laughs> what have we had eight nine years no more longer than that isn't it of this he is extraordinarily um, he's extraordinarily like uh, good at letting getting the world to listen to what's mm. going on there it'd be very easy if he wasn't as charismatic, people would be like, oh, you know, turn a blind eye as people sometimes do. Yeah. I find um, it hard to, I find I found it hard to switch off from the news. Have you? I'm like oh, listening yeah, to like endless podcasts and oh, reading yeah. stuff and you, and I've donated and there's like, uh, you know, there's, there's certain things that you can do, but there's, you just, you just end up sort of feeling so useless, don't you? Well, yeah, it's very dif- difficult, isn't it? Because I've done the same and looking on, Say the BBC website. Uh, I try. I try and look at. I, I tend to look at just the BBC website mm. uh, because I find I don't. Well, I don't know. I just find them the most balanced. Mm. But um, but you know, if there's a new article, I'll be like, oh, there's a new article. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I'll read that. And sometimes it doesn't. Well, it's good to be aware, isn't it? But sometimes it it doesn't make you feel any more like you're doing any more to help. Yeah, it's. I, I was. I read something. Uh, you know, I was just reading up on different things and different sort of personal accounts on the way to a gig last night and then oh, wow. sort of got on stage and and I'm not, I didn't talk about it. I, you know, I didn't mention anything, but, you know, you sort of go, oh God, and now I'm going to do this stupid material that's, <laughs> you know, you go, oh God, what is, what's all this? Like me posting stupid pictures of going on trains and then, you know, in the world, you just don't know how to feel. It's difficult, isn't it, to know, to feel like, am I should I be saying this? Should I be saying that? Should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? Should I be carrying on with my life? But how can you? It's just so hard, isn't it? Oh, well, it's very, um, but it, it's, it's as well, I mean, you're a compassionate person. I think that's probably what's going on there and that's important too. Yes. Um, yes. It's, um, it, yeah, I think that uh, it's, 
I, I think well, it's it's you're doing everything you can, so that's that's all. And I'm sure you'll do, do a fantastic job tomorrow at the Comedy Awards, and I'm so delighted to be there with you. Well, I think we'll have a nice. Um, it'll be nice to be with people after so long not being with people. Well, that's so. the thing. That's the the, the, the the little drinks afterwards will be merry. Very well sure. And it's quite an early finish, actually. It so. is. It is, and that's ideal, um, really, isn't that's it? That's ideal for everybody. That I is think, ideal for everyone because no one will be too drunk whilst you're still on stage. No, that's right. Exactly. And that's ideal. There is. There's a little bit of drinking beforehand, I think. But there's a small... But a, but a small... In those very tiny glasses. Shots. Just shots. <laughs> <laughs> Just shots. Just delicious shots, yeah. Yeah, so that'll be nice. Yes, that'll yes. be nice. Um, uh, and, Zeus, have we had some um, correspondence? Oh, my goodness, Tom, we've had so much correspondence. First of all, oh. I would like to do my own shout-out because oh. friend of the podcast and friend of you and I, um, Michael Chakravarti... Oh. came to see me um, at a gig on Friday night, which was just, yeah. um, he, you might be aware of Michael. He's very good on social media. He also has a podcast called The Menkind Podcast that's very mm-hmm. good that I've done. And um, he was just on the Bake Off. But get this, Tom, he bought me some brownies. Oh, that's a nice gift. Did so he turned up, yes. I suppose you and have he's to so, you Bake Off. <laughs> and he's so good at food. Yeah. <laughs> it was so yeah. nice. Oh, how lovely. It was so good. So the following day, I popped them in the microwave, Tom, and had them with some ice cream. What do you think about that? Oh, Susie. What Decadence. Do you, what, what do you think you are? Like a like a TGI Friday or something? Yeah, I put a sparkler in the top. Oh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> oh, what a lovely treat. Such a lovely treat. But that's my shout out. But look, Tom, we must, we must talk about our fantastic listeners. We simply wow. must. I'm doing that thing oh. where I'm getting your voice halfway through the podcast. I'm getting the M&S voice halfway through the pod. <laughs> so, should, we, should, I, should, I, should I share some? Please. 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 Dear Susie and Tom, I discovered your podcast during the first lockdown, alone in a cold Edinburgh flat, and your voices echoing through my house brought me immense comfort and joy. And like so many other listeners have said before, sometimes it really does feel like you're my actual friend, though that's a little strange. Thank you for that. I'm getting in touch regarding an episode a couple of weeks ago. In September of 2020, I moved down to Brighton to study an MA in Gender and Media and have since moved into a lovely flat in Hove, closer to the sea. As there weren't many things to do during the lockdowns and as I started dating a woman who enjoyed cold water swimming, I very quickly got into it too. And I have to admit, I've definitely become one of those people that Mm. says it's good for the endorphins. No, that's what happens when you start swimming, yes. As we All this to say, I've already gathered a group of queer Brighton swimmers last year. Oh. And Susie, when you move down to Brighton, please join oh. us. I would go. also love to rename our group the Nautical Lesbians, with your consent, of course. You have my consent. Please. I can already see it written on woolly hats and jumpers, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Looking forward to seeing either one or both of you live sometime. So please do plan a show oh. for Brighton. All the best, Marion. Marion, what a lovely message to receive. What a lovely name, Marion. Marion is a nice name, isn't it? Mm, friend at school had a mum called Marion. It's quite a, quite a good mum name, I'd say. And we all called her Maz, which I thought was very cool. Oh, that's very, that's very, that's very cool. Very hip. So, so basically, um, yes. well, I'm, I'm sharing this one to let you know, Tom. I've already made some friends in Brighton. Huge news. This is great. We knew that there was a, um, a lesbian aquatic society out there for you. <laughs> And yet they have presented themselves. That's I, great. Complete, I told complete with their own fashion wear. Mm. I told Ivo Graham, a very funny yes. comedian, that we were moving to Brighton, and his response mm. was, "You and Alice have really ripped up the lesbian rule book, haven't you?" <laughs> 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 and I was like, "Yeah." And then we stuck it all back together and moved to Brighton. <laughs> you did. 
<laughs> a lovely scrapbook. It is a oh, scrapbook. That's going to be so fun. Look, people are already opening their their arms to you, uh, <laughs> and um, and that's going to be great. Are you going to go? Are you going to be an outdoor swimmer? Do you think? I think I might, we- Tom. I think I might occasionally go. Apparently, you've got to be in there. Joe Wilkinson told me you have to be in there for three minutes. What, in Brighton? In I oh know, under the water for three minutes. Oh, it- Not holding your breath for three minutes, just your shoulders under for three minutes to get the kick. Oh, does he do it? Yeah. He's oh, got a beard. Yeah, he's he's got a good beard, though. I, I like, I think I've never... I've never, I've never smelled his beard, no. I have. And I've never had a problem with it. <laughs> Strong beard. Well-oiled. But, oh, that's going to be great, isn't it? Are there other sports you, you fancy taking up when you get there? Maybe? Um... Kite surfing. Oh, I'd love to do that, Tom. But, you know, I'm not sure I've got the upper body strength. Well, you won't know until you try it. I'd love to do a bit of kite surfing. Do you know what? I might get a paddleboard. What do you think about that, Tom? I think, again, you've ripped up the rule book. (laughs) (laughs) I think I could just see me on a paddleboard. Is a paddleboard like a kayak? It's, no? No, you just stand on it. It's It's like a surfboard that you stand on that's not a surfboard. And you get one oar that's made of plastic. Oh. And you push yourself along. Where would you go on your paddleboard? Oh, out in the sea, Tom. Well, Down to Hove and back. You can't go that far, can you really? I don't know. I'd, I'd nip to Hove, get a coffee, pop it on the board and scoot back. Would you? What do you think about that? Go and see mum and dad in Hailing Island. Go and see... <laughs> <laughs> this current feels very strong. Be careful. <laughs> oh, yeah. That I'll ring you. i like, Tom, I'm in France. <laughs> <laughs> Stop paddling. You've gone too far. Oh, yeah. I feel like there must be... Down by the marina, I think there's a lot of great... Uh, sort of facilities aquatics. for this sort of thing aquatics yeah yes, I'm I very so. excited about my new aquatic life um, mm. now Tom Pamela Marie has got in touch oh thank goodness we've been waiting to hear from you Pamela Marie and I, I must apologise here we go dear Susie and Tom listening to your podcast I had a pearl clutching moment when Susie said <gasps> the demographic who watch Call the Midwife probably wouldn't know how to download a podcast or words to that effect no they I'm found us Susie we knew there was somebody in the Venn diagram I'm 64 I love Call the Midwife and I'm also a great podcast downloader I Susie love you don't, pod- don't start speaking up like like she's old <laughs> <laughs> Pamela can you hear me love you <laughs> Uh, I love your podcast and listen to it on the bus to college. You brighten my journey. Keep up the, the good college work, darling. At 64. Good for her. Pamela Marie. What? I mean, you've got to get better at that revision. Well, Keep going back for, for this lot. No, I and she's in Twickenham. Probably. Nice place to live, oh, Tom. Nice place. Very near the... Uh, is it Saracens, the rugby club near there? And oh, of course, I Twickenham Stadium. I wouldn't know, Tom. You're very into the ruggers, aren't you? You know I love the outfits. But um, Pamela Marie, how nice. I see you chugging along on the bus. She said, keep up the good work, darlings. Oh, oh, that's lovely. Thank you so much. I think that was my, my bad to suggest. Oh, I think it was me. I don't know. I don't know, Tom. But listen, to any of our listeners who like both Call the Midwife and can download a podcast, you know, I'm here for you. Good luck to you. Good luck to you, I say. Now, Tom, Joe's been in touch. And this is something that I think you're quite, you're going to be quite interested in. Yes. Hi, Susie. Hi, Tom. I'm a relatively new listener to the podcast. After thoroughly enjoying Out with Susie Ruffle, thanks so much, babe. Oh, well done. Do you imagine if I just left it there? And that's the end of that one. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Having recently moved to Penge, (gasps) clang, Mm. I'm loving all your Bromley tips and would welcome more. Everyone needs to know their best local garden centre. I shared your latest podcast with my wife, who is proudly half American, with her oh, family. From Americans f- in Penge. Can you Goodness imagine me, such whatever a thing? next? Half Americans, Tom. Half Americans. What's the other half? 
Pendant. And which half is American? Anyway. Trousers. Um, <laughs> the, the lower half, yeah. Um, with her family from Philadelphia. <gasps> which I've been to. Yes, well, we were talking about it last week. The cheesesteaks. We're getting some clarification on cheesesteaks, finally. She is truly passionate about cheesesteaks and would like to make a few comments forward slash oh, points of clarification. I thought this would be, I thought there'd be somebody would have an opinion on it. It's a bit like the Cornish pasty. What you do you think about just, the Cornish pasty? Well, you can't just casually talk about a Cornish pasty because someone will have a strong opinion on it and then there'll be tears and all sorts. I like them. There you go. I've said it. Mm. And I put brown sauce on mine. Well, there you go. You've offended everybody in Kerno. <laughs> <laughs> what does she say? What does Joe's wife say? Well, the brilliant market that Tom refers to is called Reading Terminal Market. Reading Terminal, thank you. It hosts a vast array of cuisines and is well worth a visit if you're in town. But arguably, the best cheesesteaks are found at Pat's or Gino's. Oh, okay, fine. Okay. These right. are rival cheesesteak restaurants in South Philadelphia who are set up directly opposite each other. Oh, that is trash talking. You only need to order your cheesesteak at either place by stating what you want with cheese, with onions, or with cheese and onions. If you ask for a hoagie, you'll likely be escorted from the premises. Oh, no. Good job I didn't make a mistake like that. If you would like to try a cheesecake in the UK, she recommends a restaurant called Pass Yunk Avenue. They do an at-home cheesesteak kit. (gasps) Could you imagine, Tom? We could do a live yes. podcast where we make a cheesesteak. Or you could visit their restaurant. That would be nice too for someone else to do it. Probably better mm. than we can. Okay. We thought the kits were the closest thing to the real things and they really allow you to get intimate with the format of a cheesesteak. What a lovely like, opportunity to get I intimate with a cheesesteak. love steak. an opportunity like that. Lovely wording. She hopes this is helpful to inquiring yeah. cheesesteak minds. We look forward oh. to more food, Bromley and garden-related content in the future. Keep doing what you're doing. Best, Joe. Well, I'll tell you one thing I bet I know for sure. I bet that if there is a half American uh, couple, yeah. quarter American couple, sure, in sure. the Penge area, yeah. I don't want to give away their address, but I bet they live in Alexandra Cottages, which is the prettiest part of Penge, which is where my parents had their first house. And if that is the case, which I imagine is, they used to live on Edward Road. Um, and there's a lovely pub there, the Alexandra Pub. Oh, I like uh, the Alexandra Pub. It's very nice. By have you been nurseries. There? Yeah. They've got lots of board and games, which I there, like that. Opposite there is Alexandra Nurseries, and perhaps the the most kind of pretty, but also a little. Um, no, it's it's very hipster in a way. It's very stripy, um, Tom. It's what Breton tops or oh, expensive. expensive? Oh yeah, Sp- very expensive. Breton very tops. <laughs> Can we? When something's expensive, can we start calling it Breton tops? It's a Breton top. It's very stripy. Yeah, <laughs> l- let's do that. Let's create that. That's a thing just for us for our like-minded friends. Um, yeah, it is a bit stripy. You can buy like a rusty old hinge, and it'll be like. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> I said that we weren't allowed to talk about my rusty old hinge on the podcast. Look, we've all <laughs> we <laughs> all need to, to make time. money. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is a bit expensive for that and a coffee and walnut cake. But it's very nice. Yeah. My mum couldn't go. I took Anne Ruffle there and she couldn't go over how much I was paying for daffodils, Tom, for bulbs. Well, t- try telling my mum about it. I oh. mean, they had they bought their house there for about £9,000. <laughs> now, in, like, that's how much it costs some... for me to do my balcony <laughs> with a few flowers. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I wonder if they do live there. I don't know if they do, but that is the nicest place. My dentist is, of course, still in Penge. And hello to him. And hello to Miss... Mr. Hennessy is the still the owner of the dentist. It was my mum's dentist as a child. And Mr. Hennessy still Bolney Court Dental Surgery on Laurie Park Avenue. Uh, very nice people there. Good to know. Good Should we do a know. couple more? Let's do a couple more. 
Absolutely. Okay. Hello, Tom and Susie. I'm a very big fan of the podcast, and I wanted to say that your weekly friendly banter brings me lots of joys during the stressful GCSE mock exam period. Oh. Tom, it's a young person. A young person's got in touch. Oh, how lovely. I mean, imagine GCSEs. Thank you for putting TikTok down and listening to us. And listening to to this. Your gay aunt uncle energy (laughs) is a very welcome addition to my life. (laughs) Uh, Such a welcome moniker for us. (laughs) Uh, a gaunt and gunkle. Yeah. Um, I enjoy hearing your perspective on being somewhat grown-up members of the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. especially when this is something I don't see often in mainstream media, with it largely being focused on young, trendy queer people. Not that you're not young and trendy, of course. He's backtracked there. Um, <laughs> thanks for the podcast. Please keep them coming. This person sounds exactly like me. P.S. I live in quite a rural area with low light pollution levels, and I have found your podcast is best served whilst observing a star-filled night sky. Thank you, Vincent van Gogh. Starry, starry I know. Night. How nice Ooh, is that? Oh, what a lovely message. Loved it. And I remember the GCSE mocks, in a way, being more stressful than the GCSEs because it was that first time of kind of going through that experience. And we have to do them in a mock Tudor house. That's I what know. I found hardest. <laughs> yeah, Just got to find those white You've and got to brown. <laughs> striped houses. <laughs> I need to do my French. I've got to do French oral. Um, <laughs> yes, doing a Breton top. It's very expensive. It's very expensive. Very expensive. Oh, right. I remember having terrible um, hay fever during... Oh, no, that must have been the real exams because it was the summer. But for the first time, hay fever kicked in during my French oral. Thank oh, you. Tom. Yeah. What did you do? What was his name? Um, no, Mon- the, um, was it y- Yules? Yules? Is eyes? Mm-hmm. Y-U-E-X? Les- oh, les- uh, yeah. Les- yeah. Les- yeah. Les- <laughs> J'ai un problème avec mes les yeux. <laughs> J'ai mal à les yeux. Um, J'ai mal à les yeux. I said, I mean, yeah, I've, I have the bad eyes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you said that sort of in the rhythm to Mr. Brightside. <laughs> <laughs> I have the bad, bad eyes. eyes. Uh, yeah, it was terrible. But I do remember the mocks being very stressful. But then it got me in gear to do the real thing. So I hope that's. We hope that helps. Right, let's have one more. And I particularly enjoyed this email. Um, This is from Jake. Hi, Tom and Susie. Like-minded friend here in Devon. And I just wanted to write. I know. Right, to let you know how welcome your weekly chats are and how they brighten my day and make me feel part of a like-minded community. I'm an NHS worker and spend most of my days dealing with some truly horrific things, but your podcast never fails to make me smile. I often find myself almost joining in in your witty conversations and I have to remind myself that I'm just listening. We encourage people to join in. I would like this to be more of a call and response podcast. I would love that. I mm. love receiving the emails. It's so nice. Oh, it's so we, lovely to hear about what people it are up to. It's so great to hear from you guys. We really like it. And we love the idea of being friends to you. That was the point of us doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Lovely. I it's must lovely. tell you about my favourite garden centre. Uh, oh, I'd like to hear this. Here we go. Mm. Now, it's called Trago Mills. Trago Mills, I think this sounds familiar. Go on. Now, listen, Tom, I mentioned this to Alice, the wife, um, as she grew up in Devon, as you well know. She's a Devonshire, isn't she? She's yeah. a Devonshire, yes. She grew up in Tynmouth. So she said that she she agrees with Jake that Trago Mills is the best garden centre, but she said it's so big it's basically an event. Oh, I like those ones where it's like a day out. It's huge, she said. She said it's absolutely massive and she has a real distinct memory of going down a wooden slide that really hurt. And she said it was basically vertical. What do you think about that? Oh, right. Sounds more like a wall. Did she just slide down a wall, maybe? Uh, Alice fell over when she was at Trego Mills. So 
Back to Jake. It has was everything. It, it might yes, have sold yes. fence panelling. <laughs> That's the thing. You can take her anywhere. She has. A, she, you know, she knows she how just, to make she, a good time. She'll just have a good time. <laughs> it has everything you never knew you needed, including yeah. life-size gargoyles. <gasps> your garden, Tom. I'm thinking your garden. I'm thinking my garden, big time. Um, is that what we're calling your garden from now on? My garden, big time. Your garden, yeah. big time. Um, huge minotaur statues, complete with private parts in brackets. Oh my goodness, that sounds fun. <laughs> Get one of those as well. Hasn't the Minotaur famously not got? Have they not got isn't bits? It, isn't the Minotaur? It's half man, half beast. But I don't know which bit is a man and which. Half. But isn't a Minotaur like the top half of a of a person and then the back half of an or a horse? Oh well, there'll be a lot of bits then. Yeah, well, yeah, because they're ever so big so horses. Once. That's a lot of stonework. Well, that's the thing. That's the yeah. thing. Stonemasons—they don't get the—they the, the don't praise? get the, the credit they deserve. Mm, not a Tenmouth Mills or whatever it's called. What's it called? Prego Mills. Trago, Tom, please have Trago. some respect. There's a train, a petting zoo, and of course, Father Christmas. <sighs> I don't know if he's there all year. I assume at some point he has to go back to the North Pole. Mm. North or South? North. North. It's a rare treat when I visit and I go whenever I'm feeling blue and I always arrive home with a ridiculous piece of homeware that I've got nowhere to put. Lovely. I want to shout out my like-minded friend Emma, who's been my rock, my safety net and most of all my friend for the past 12 years. We've had some huge ups and downs and I can honestly say she is the most special friend. From being the first person I came out as transgender to, to accepting me straight away, never getting my name or my pronouns wrong and supporting me through a recovery of alcohol dependency, anxiety and OCD. She is simply amazing and we shared so much joy when Susie informed us it should become a mum. I guess what I wanted to say is keep doing what you're doing. The podcast is like a big hug when I'm scared or anxious and reminds me that there are like-minded friends out there. Anyway, I've rambled on for long enough, so I must say bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye. And if you ever find yourself in Devon, treat yourself... What about this then, Tom? Treat yourself to a Devon dragon pie man pie. Let me say that again. I mean, keep it in. Treat yourself to a Devon dragon pie man pie. What's that? It's the ultimate midweek dinner, according to Jake from Devon. Wow, that sounds nice. What does it got in it? Dragon. Uh, Presumably dragon, which I didn't know we could still get hold of. I thought it was like the dodo. Maybe, but maybe they've. That's the last ones. Maybe they had some in the freezer. That's the thing. You can keep hold of it for quite a long time, can't you? Mum got recently bought a a pie, a sympathy pie, I think. um, From (laughs) is um, that a is that? Do you think that a sympathy pie? It's in lieu of flowers. Yeah, that's nice. Presumably they didn't want us to put it in, on top of the coffin. Um, that was a <laughs> gift from. <laughs> he did love against us. Just but pop if he one did on love the top. Pie, he did like those pies from a local garden centre, which is famous for its pies. And Mum couldn't eat all of it; she had to put half of it in the freezer. Well, story. I think it's nice to take something. <laughs> half of it in the freezer, but a great anecdote for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, sorry, people like to what? Sorry, people like to. Hear. Well, no, but people people don't know what to bring when people are grieving, and I think it's nice to bring mm. something. When I came round after uh, after your dad had passed away, the, the, you literally just texted me saying, "Don't bring flowers, please don't oh, bring oh flowers." My it was it was, it was like lovely, a florist. but it was like a florist. It was like a. I bought a, a bottle of brandy. Is that which was, which was very <laughs> very welcome? Was well, very welcome. Let me tell you. <laughs> Very, very welcome. So, Tom, just so we're all aware. Oh yeah. A Devon, a Devon dragon pie is a thing. Oh well, what is it though? I think it's steak. Steak, and what? And is it a short crust or a puff pastry? It looks like a short crust from the pictures, but you know me, Tom. I couldn't be sure. Devon dra, dragon, Devon drag queen. I mean, there you go. Uh, Have we got any drag queens that we want to plug? 
<laughs> oh, I can see them now. Delish. Newton Abbott man, pie, pie man will deliver you hot pie and mash and now pops a pie. Doesn't say the rest of the... <laughs> Are you all right? Oh, You're what, very tired. Like, yes, but also it did that thing of just showing you part of the headline and not... And not um, all of it. No. Oh, Newton Abbott pie man will deliver you hot pie and mash and now pops a pie in the post. That's oh, good. popping a pie in the post. I hope we've got our plosive pop shields on our microphones. I, for goodness sake, I hope. Oh, that's, I mean, nice little plug for him out of the blue. But I want to, it doesn't say what a dragon pie is, for goodness sake. Do you think they just put like a bit of dragon pastry on the top? Um, I, I can only assume so. We must, we must assume. Um, but our pies, savoury pies, family pies, sweet pies, pie gift boxes, mm, Christmas pies, hampers. I mean, I'd quite like a pie. Yeah, like are you hungry, darling? Yes, but I'm trying not to eat late. So I'm trying to not eat after um, six. Have you had your tea, though? No. But I'm going to not have it because I'll be all right. Because I, I ate... Do you know what? There were some biscuits earlier. And oh, I just, yeah. And they were continental ones and they're my favourite. Mm, I know. It was a brandy snap twist Oh, yeah. I love those. Ones. Oh, I like them a lot. Yeah, I like I those. Them. I think you should. I think you should go and have a bit of cheese on toast. Yeah, I might do that actually in a glass of brandy. Now you said it. Yeah, you oh, go and is, do that. This is why my jackets don't fit me anymore. Because I, I encourage you. Yes. Because I'm always bringing brandy to your house. Brandy and cheese and toast. <laughs> That's no, who I am, Tom. Bit. I won't change. You no. Let's not any of us. Any of us change. <laughs> well, as you can hear, we love receiving our emails from like-minded friends, and if you love want to it. get in touch please do. The email is hello at likemindedfriendspod.com. If you've got any, we're still looking for your shout outs. We we're love We're still them. looking for suggestions of things to do in anywhere, really, for me moving to Brighton, in, oh, in, in, the, very, in the Bromley area, things we might not be aware of. We are hungry for activities, yes. We're hungry girls, mm. which mm. was actually going to be the name of this podcast. Just <laughs> <laughs> the name of... Uh, yeah, the name of this episode. Uh, there you go, al- Hungry Girls. Also, I would like, because of course, Kill the Midwife has subsided for... Some fallen time. off the rails, literally. Literally. Um, for the series. But I wonder if there are any listeners out there who wanted to submit maybe fan fiction. Oh, Tom, that's a lovely idea. Wouldn't that be a fun thing? if we were, And we could do the voices, which of course we're very good at doing now. We're very good at doing those. People seem to enjoy my uh, Mrs. Turner from... Uh, call the midwife, Dr. Turner's wife. People um, love it, Tom. People can't get enough. Please, oh, Dr. Turner, you're working too hard. I think you need to make some time to come to the to the Poplar Village Fate Merry-Go-Round May Queen <laughs> Baby Parade. <laughs> Are you all right? No. No, I really not. need an episode of Call the Midwife on an early night, don't I? You do, you do. But listen, that's what I'm going to do now. I'm going to let you go to bed. It's 20 past eight. This podcast goes out tomorrow and our dear producer, Emma, has to... Has to cut out all the shit. Has to cut out all the shit. Can you imagine this stuff that hasn't made this edit? Can you? Yeah, can you imagine? (laughs) People are listening thinking, surely this is all it. No, there's stuff that we've cut out, if you can imagine such a thing. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. Oh, blimey. Blimey. Um, Right, well, listen, you take care. You I'm not do that to, Yeah. You take care, love. And also, all you out there, you take care. Whether you're you watching, whether you're listening in Australia, America, whether you're having a chilli Philly cheesesteak right now. And, or, or, or a hoagie. Or a hoagie. Or if you're watching The Night Sky. The Night Sky. So that, you, <laughs> night Sky. The, the Night Sky. Or you're uh, on a bus on the way to college or you're in a garden centre. 
Wherever you are. Wherever you are, we're here for you. We're here for you. And you have a bloody good day. All right. All right. And we'll see you next week. All right, love? You bet we will. All All right, you guys. All right. Okay. Bye. 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 B